0: Welcome to Task Time Energy, the Purpose-Filled Productivity Podcast. I'm Scott Miller. I'm your host. And this is going to be a a mini episode, uh, kind of a short episode, where I'm going to talk a little bit about what's been going on in the last couple of months since I started this podcast and how this podcast has reinforced And I highlighted some important lessons that I've learned over the years about time management, about productivity, uh, about using our time in a mindful and intentional way. So one of the first lessons that this podcast has reinforced for me is the idea of doing one thing and doing it well. So if we go back a couple months ago to the end of, of February this year, Uh, I had no intention of of running a podcast, right? I had no intention of having my own podcast. Um, I'd been a guest on a couple of different podcasts and, you know, thought that was fun, but didn't have any serious plans to do one on my own. And then to kind of shorten the story, I was attending a meeting of our local area chapter of the International Coaching Federation, the Raleigh area chapter of the ICF. And during this meeting, someone brought up the idea of having a podcast And I thought, wow, that would actually be a really cool idea. I think that's something that I would enjoy doing and something that could be really interesting and helpful to other people. So that was February 25th. And two weeks later, on March 12th, I published the first episode of the podcast. And that might not seem like a big deal, but if you think about all the things that are involved in creating this podcast. So I had to come up with an idea right, for the podcast. What is it going to be about? Had to come up with a name. Had to invite somebody to be my first guest. And then we recorded the first episode. And I recorded audio and video for the first episode, which means I had to edit the video and process the audio. And then I had to find a podcast hosting service, right, somewhere to for the podcast to live on the internet. And sign up for that, get that all set up. And I wanted this to be kind of professional, so, you know, I did artwork for the podcast. I did a description, written description, and description for the individual episodes. And, you know, I'm I'm a one-man band here, right? I am the the sole proprietor and only employee of Scott Miller Coaching, so it's not like I had a whole crew helping me do this. I was doing all this hands-on, by myself. So it was really a lot to do in just two weeks. And it wasn't the only thing that I was doing. You know, I was still running my business. I was still coaching people. I was still answering emails and all that stuff. But this podcast was the only big project that I was working on during those two weeks. It was the only new thing that I was doing during those two weeks. So from that perspective of having a big project that I was working on hands-on, or, you know, a really new thing that I was bringing into my world, I was just following that idea of, doing one thing and doing it well. Doing something well because I was just focusing on one thing. And I think that's an important lesson, you know, for so many of us who have lots of different hats to wear or different responsibilities. Sometimes it is important to just focus on one thing when we're trying to learn something new, when we're trying to develop something new, when there's a major project that we have to work on and you know you might be thinking wow like how how am i going to do that <laughs> right you know i'm a manager i'm managing a bunch of different people who are you know managing different projects and you know i think that's legitimate to think about but in that case maybe you want to think about the difference between being a manager and maintaining that that big 10,000 foot view and actually being hands on you know how are you empowering the people who report to you to handle those projects, and do the hands-on work so that you can stay back, keep the big picture, and support and guide those people as you need to as a manager. I think that's something a lot of managers struggle with. A lot of managers like to get in and get hands-on and and you know be very involved in different projects. And sometimes we have to step back and say, you know, is that really the best use of my time or is it better for me to just be the manager, maintain the 10,000 foot view that right now in this period of time is the one thing that I'm going to do so that I can do that well. Another lesson in uh, doing one thing and doing it well was in the, the, the second, my second guest, Megan Dice. Um, when she came over, she, we, we recorded that episode here at my house And I was going to do the same thing. I was going to record audio and video for that that episode. And the morning that we were getting ready to record, I sent her a text and I said, hey, you know what, I'm just going to record audio. You know, you don't have to worry about being on video for this. And and the reason I did that was because again, it was, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a one person show here. You know, I'm, I'm recording. I would have to set up the cameras and record the audio and record the video and do all that while I'm talking to Megan and we're doing, we're having our conversation. And I realized it was just a lot to do. And I thought, you know, this is going to go a lot better if I just. Don't worry about the video cameras. Don't worry about setting up all the lights and everything and have lights shining in our face while we're, while we're having our conversation. Let's just sit here, have a nice conversation. I'll record the audio and that will be the podcast. And we're not going to worry about the video. And it went great. And honestly, I feel like I was able to be more present in that conversation. And I, th- I think Megan and I had a really wonderful conversation. And I was able to be more present because I was not worrying about 10 different things. I wasn't trying to run the cameras and make sure the cameras were all recording and make sure that all looked good while I was also recording the audio. I know I should just get people to help me do this, but you know, this is where it is right now. Um, So yeah, just that idea of saying, hey, we're going to limit what we're going to do here. We're going to focus on what's important. This is a podcast. We want to get the audio and that just worked really well. So again, do one thing, do it well. So the second lesson that this podcast has highlighted for me is the idea of the perfect being the enemy of the good sometimes. And that's been a really hard lesson for me to learn. And maybe it's been a hard lesson for some of you, too. You know, you might be the kind of person who has succeeded in life because you can really focus and do something really well do something to the best of your ability pay attention to the small details you know put in the extra time and the extra effort and maybe that's what's helped you succeed and when you're that kind of person and have succeeded that way it can be really hard to hear when somebody says you know listen this doesn't have to be perfect it just needs to be done right it's been a really hard lesson for me um, and, and where that came up in the podcast was in the first episode. So I have this little boom microphone that I use. Um, and I, it's a little over-the-ear microphone. And I've been using this for a number of years for like teaching in Zoom and tutoring and coaching. And I've actually had some people, you know, ask me about that. People in Zoom meetings, like other other instructors, will say, hey, you know, that your your audio, your voice is really clear. What kind of microphone are you using? So, you know, the microphone works great for Zoom. And when Dave Gold and I recorded our first episode, the first episode of this podcast, we were going to record it in Zoom because we're doing audio and video and we're doing it remotely. And I said, okay, you know, I'm going to use my my cool microphone that works really well in Zoom. And what I decided to do was go in and instead of using the automatic settings like I always do, just leave everything set up for automatic I went in and decided to adjust the microphone settings in Zoom. And you see where this is going, right? We all know where this is going. So I made my little adjustments and I did a test recording and everything sounded fine. And then I recorded that episode with Dave Gold and I listened to it and my voice sounded terrible. It's like really distorted and muffled and, you know, because I messed with the settings, right? Well, what am I going to do now? Am I going to call Dave Gold up and say, hey, Dave, you know, uh, can you re-record that? You know, can I have another hour of your time so we can re-record that podcast episode? I mean, that's not being respectful of his time. It's not the best use of my time. So I just had to let it go. You know, yeah, I wanted my, I wanted the sound, the voice quality to be really good on that first podcast episode, right? I wanted people to to be impressed or to, to say, oh, this sounds good. Uh, which is why I went in and tweaked those settings, right? And that didn't work. So all I can do at that point is, or the decision I made wasn't the only thing I could do, but the decision I made was just to let it go and go with what we had. And no, it might, you know, Dave sounds fine. Fortunately, Dave sounds great, but my voice doesn't sound very good. And, you know, that's just the way it is. So the idea of the perfect being the enemy of the good, you know, I could have asked Dave to re-record that episode. Maybe he would have. But even then, you know, we had such a good conversation and I enjoyed our conversation so much. And if we had gone back and re-recorded that, I don't know if it would have been, you know, it wouldn't have been the same conversation. It's not like we use a script for this. And I don't know, sometimes like when you go back and try to redo something, it's just not as good as it is that first time when it's all fresh. So that first episode and the problems with my audio, that was really a case of where, The perfect would have been the enemy of the good if I had tried to get everything sounding perfectly, go back and re-record it again. That just wasn't a wise use of my time. Another lesson that this podcast has reinforced is that we don't want to let the tools that we use get in the way of doing the job. And I think that can be really important when we're looking at different productivity tools, time management apps, things like that. Um, you know, you may know I'm a big fan of bullet journaling. I've been using Ryder Carroll's bullet journal method for, for a number of years now. I got my bullet journal sitting right here with me. And, um, you know, I use my bullet journal all the time. It's how I organize my tasks. It's how I organize projects. It's how I organize my days. During those two weeks when I was cranking out that first podcast episode, I barely looked at my bullet journal because I had a really clear picture of what I was going to do every day and you know just what all the steps were. And it seems kind of weird, right, when I'm working on this big project, but everything was flowing really organically for me. And um, I felt like I was able to just do what I needed to do without writing a lot of things down. And that is you know, one criticism sometimes of these productivity methods, is you can get caught up in the planning at the expense of the doing. So I think it's important sometimes, or useful sometimes, to just let go of the planning. If things are really flowing well, if you're if you're accomplishing what you want to accomplish, and it's all going smoothly, it's okay to set some of your tools aside for a while. Even you know my my bullet journal over here. It's, feels weird saying that, but it really works well sometimes to do that. And then, you know, you can pick it back up. You need a little You maybe want to have a little discipline there to pick it back up and start using your tools again once they become useful again. But... The idea of the, the job that we're trying to accomplish, the tasks that we're trying to accomplish are more important than the tools that we're using to accomplish them. And sometimes it can really be useful to let go of the planning, let go of the tools and just do the job if that works. If it's not working, then yes, well, like let's go back to our tools. Let's go back to our plan. Let's go back to our bullet journal. Put that back in action to get us back on track. But we don't want to become so fond of our tools and so fond of our methods that we're, we're letting them get in the way. So for those of you who've been listening to our podcast, I hope that you've enjoyed listening to these conversations as much as I've enjoyed having these conversations with our guests. Um, I hope we're all learning some new things about time and the way we think about time and the way that we perceive it. Uh, we're going to have some great guests on in the future. I'm really looking forward to more amazing conversations. And I'm looking forward to having you join us. So thank you for taking the time to listen.